Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast, It Should Go Without Saying. I am your host with the most, Andrew Lewis, and we are back for part two of our West of our NBA preview, and it is the Beston Conference this time around, the West, where we all of our teams reside. I am joined once again by and maybe from the podcast, you can't comp this, and the doctor of analysis, Daniel Shea. We are back. We yeah. are. We are. We are back. Yeah, doctor of analysis. So, apologies for all those who are reading that unclosed caption. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we, do this like we did the last time. We're gonna go from the worst to the best, in my estimation, and you will argue, chip in, make points, valid, otherwise, and we will just move on, and we'll try and keep things moving along and moving along. The rules have not changed. The rules have not it's changed. Andrew's order, not the right order. <clears throat> this is exactly like that annoying <laughs> Hennessy ad they played right throughout that NBA playoffs a couple of years ago on ESPN. The rules have changed. The ball is the same size. It's like, so is this ad, and this is the 47th time I've heard it in the last hour. Someone play some basketball. I'm okay. It's just... A bit of post-traumatic stress because we lost that final series and I watched a lot of basketball. It gives me great pleasure in announcing that the worst team in the Western Conference, the worst team in the NBA this season, maybe the worst team we've seen since that Denver Nuggets team in the mid-90s that won 11 games, the number 15 seed in the Western Conference. This isn't a prediction. I'm not asking with this. I'm telling the number 15 seed in the Western Conference will be the San Antonio Spurs. They are running out a starting lineup projected to be Trey Jones, Devin Vassell, Jeremy Sochan, Keldon Johnson, and Jakob Pertl, with Zach Collins, Doug McDermott, Josh Richardson, Blake Wesley, and Joshua Primo on the bench. Not a lot of household names there, Adam. I don't have them as 15. <laughs> you, you put in the pop tax, didn't you? <laughs> it is. It, there is a... There, look, if every player adds a plus-minus to the win record, yeah. then Greg Popovich adds a plus-minus. The system, the system is proven. So I do not have them as the worst team in the NBA. They declared the the team that declared themselves the worst team yeah. is the Utah Jazz. Okay. I do not like them for fifteen. I do not think they'll be unseen, says Yes. Well it would have been better if you'd said that Adam. Yes, this is true. Yes. 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 Daniel, you're with me, right? This is this it <coughs> historically how bad is this roster? Well, I was more than startled when I double checked <laughs> their depth chart earlier today on the from uh, ESPN. I um I think this is a there's a chance this might be a historically bad team, particularly with the quality of the league overall. And um I was I, I gotta admit, I may have thrown up in my mouth a little bit when I saw this roster. <laughs> so this is why I don't think the pop tech comes into relevance here. Mm. Is that this is a conscious decision. They traded away their one guy, DeJounte Wright, because they didn't want to pay him in a couple of years. They want yeah. to find a way to pay him. So this is they've decided this isn't this is an happenstance. You know, Pop's going to be on in, board with this. They're all in for the number one pick. <clears throat> yeah. All well, in I think for- there are a couple of things to remember about um, uh, Pop and the, the Spurs, right? Like he's sort of, he was, he doesn't like the three-pointer, but eventually incorporated into the offense. Doesn't like tanking, but 
Didn't like the three-pointer, but basically that Spurs, last Spurs championship team was sort of built around mm. ball movement to get guys open for three-pointers. Yeah. And so, you know, I think it's more that it's this, uh, you know, you kids and that music you listen to is just noise m- merging, eventually kind of morphing into, okay, fine, I guess. And if you're going to do something well in the school of pop, um, if you're going to do something, do it well. Is that a music joke as well? Yeah, I just the thing that pops <laughs> in my head considering our theme the for previous, pop, yeah. Yeah, considering previous um, podcast previews of the <laughs> NBA season was this must be pop. Mm. <laughs> and so, no yeah. truth to the <laughs> fact that we might have already yeah, had some refreshments for recording this, this one. It's always best for the West. <laughs> At the yeah, at the time of recording, there may be may have been a couple of games played. Uh, and a couple of teams that we thought were very bad have stumbled yeah. into a couple of accidents. So wins, it's so. no prizes for guessing that the Utah Jays are therefore 14. Um, I guess the question, I think it's a fairly safe bet because um, the Jazz, as of recording this, have already won two games and the Spurs might not get to two. Didn't they already win one? No, they, they lost, lost their first. No, they lost. They, they lost. lost. They lost. They, they lost. lost. They are 0-2. They are on, on, rec- on track for historically bad. So, here's why I've got the Jazz ahead. We can start to talk to them hand-in-hand. Hand. Why I've got the Jazz. Colin Sexton, they've got guys who are going to put up stats. And yeah. occasionally, that's going to get you wins. So, Sexton is playing for his next contract, where he's, he's going to be like, I'm going to get really paid by someone, or, so, or I'm going to be valuable to someone who's want, wanting to win. Jordan Clarkson is probably playing for trade onto a relevant team mm-hmm. where he could be the sixth man on a contender. Um, Markinen's trying to resurrect this. They've got Kelly Olenek. Um, Mike Conley's still going to make a contribution at some stage. They've got Malik Beasley, who Daniel will know as a T-Wolves fan, can fill the score, score sheet. What an excellent distraction. Yes. Yeah. Um, they got Taylor Horton Tucker. Oh. Oh, everybody's off cut, so... There's just more talent on the Utah roster. Now, I'm not suggesting for a moment that Danny Ainge is going to be happy if suddenly this is a 500 team because they're all in for Wambanyama. They traded. They blew it up. Gobert's gone. Ingles has gone. Well, Ingles went last year. Gobert's gone now. Mitchell's gone. Yeah. And they're going to continue to cut until Uh, they Until they lose. You know, awful. Yeah. But at the moment... The Spurs are the Spurs, that that roster is. I don't. Yeah, let's not beat around the bush. We're not trying to. Oh, well, this is where we get on a podcast. We get people listening to us, overblown hyperbole. That's one of the worst rosters I've ever seen on an NBA team. Let's be the real. Spurs. I'll. I'll, I'll, the, the, I'll jazz, the Jazz. have guys. Yeah, you're the right. Moment, at the, the Spurs. The Spurs team is questionable whether or not they could actually win a game in the G League. Let's be real with the way that's constructed. Well, it'll be a coin flip. Coin flip, yeah. Okay, generic Utah, team. on the other hand, Clarkson and, and Sexton, yeah, all right. Fair, fair point. Yeah. Fair point. So, I don't think we need still to... still think Utah's going to finish last because Danny Ainge is better at executing well, he's done it before, back office but the, plans. But the Cel- were the Celtics ever as terrible as I think Utah want to be this season? Mm. I think Danny Ainge's territory, Danny territory Danny 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 skill and... I'll leave it to others to make the judgment of whether he's able to been able to achieve this through the Minnesota through the trade for Go, that involved Gerber and the trade that involved Mitchell. But Ainge's number one skill as a general manager is always being able to get overpaid for assets. Yes. So 
But the problem is, if you if those assets are players, yeah, that's a fair point. So you want you you want him to get overpaid draft pick wise. Yeah, well, that's so, what he's hoping. To get. So he got Sexton and Markinen back. Yeah, for Mitchell, on top of the picks he got. Yep. He turned Rudy Gobert into Malik Beasley and Taylor Taylor Tucker. That's that's more, more getting player, where they want yeah. to go. Those guys aren't Sexton is an NBA quality, NBA starter quality player. Yes, I don't think that Taylor Horton Tucker or Beasley are, but no. And Clarkson is a starting quality player who who can. So they've got they've got guys, but I just think for sure they got a bit more from the Mitchell trade that makes them competitive. But they're going to make more moves. Agreed. Clarkson just hit twenty nine points, and Angel's going to be like, "Well, we can't have this." And Clarkson might get injured. Yeah. <laughs> so, speaking of guys who got injured, and we haven't gone with the burning question motif theme in this year's pods, but at 13, I've got the Oklahoma City Thunder in the West. Mm, interesting. Um, Holmgren's, Holm, Chad Holmgren, the Summer League, was like, this guy... Is could be transformational to a team at his size and his skill set. Chet, yep. You know, let's not get carried away with Summer League, but let's entirely get carried away with Summer League by this guy. And then, well, you can't talk about preseason games. He gets a (laughs) non, you know, an injury that doesn't sound too bad, as opposed to what Oklahoma City then came out. The 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 the, he didn't blow he didn't blow an you know whatever the injury you know he's out for the season. He's done. He's an injury where if they were a contender, he could probably be back in like February. But they just like shut that down. He's 19. Oklahoma City have a whole bunch of assets, right? Mm-hmm. So to, you know, use a pop, like 90s pop culture metaphor, the Oklahoma City and Sam Presti, they're like the, the gnomes, the dwarves that steal the underpants. <laughs> and... They've stolen all the underpants. They've got, you know, 50 first-round draft picks between now and the end of the decade. They've got an insane, you know, more players than they ever want, more picks than than spots on their roster. Yeah. So they're never, ever going to draft all those players. They're going to have to do something with them. The aim of having an NBA team is to win an NBA championship. And then there's just question mark, question mark, question mark. If you're an Oklahoma City fan, aren't aren't you starting to get upset that where's the plan... For us to make the make our next playoffs, or are we just, is this just forever? Do you think so? Who who's their who's their star at the moment? <coughs> Jay. Well, it's, yeah. yeah. I think the conventional right? wisdom yeah. would be Gilgis Alexander. Sure. So I they've don't got th- their they've got. I'm just going to go. They're yeah. recreating the last successful OKC team. By successful, I mean they made it to the big dance, right? Yeah. So this is the Durant Westbrook Harden correct group. Yep. So whether or not he's Durant or Westbrook, yeah, or Harden, SGA is one of those pieces. Is Chet the next piece? Once they've got their pieces, then they move forward. No. That's that's my answer. Chet came this year, right? Yep. No, the next piece was Josh Giddy. Next, so he reckon he's the third piece. Yeah. So Giddy, you reckon Giddy is a legit like? 
Take the Aussie factor out. You reckon Josh Giddy is actually the piece? I reckon Josh Giddy oh, is yeah, a... He's, yeah. He's an, okay. Josh Giddy could be the starting point guard for a championship team. Okay. But he All can't right. be the best player on a championship team. He might not be, the, be able to be the second best player. So he's James Harden. <laughs> well... No, I'm like, we're slotting yeah. it in. So they're literally looking... They expect Chet to who be... Played, who played point guard for the 2020 championship Lakers? Who was at the one, nominally? I know LeBron dominates the ball. But, you know... Playoff Rondo Josh is, Kitty, is the real deal. Josh Kitty's ceiling is higher than Corbett Pope. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. It's... Agreed. So... Yeah, yeah, I'm just... I, I, I think you're well, right. Then, well, yeah. in, in Summer League, you know, you got to see, like, he and he and Chet get along very well. They've got great kind of flung chemistry. Yeah. And, yeah, like... Okay. You know, there's a lot of potential there. I just think the Oklahoma City, like, like, like it, it, this is, this I is feel like OKC are, 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 they'll push in once they're more certain, but they'll push in with picks. But it's got to be, a, they'll get their star. I, <clears throat> I wonder how is long, that the, is that the problem? Is that the reason why they, sorry, Daniel, but is <laughs> that the problem why they, they keep pumping the brakes? Is they don't think they've got the, the pieces in caliber player yet. Well, I wonder whether they were actually planning to go for it until Chet got hurt. Um, mm. Like, well, they're building. They're either building it, but they've got those picks up their sleeve. So Chet, Chet looked like a likely rookie of the year um, before he got hurt. Right? Yeah, they get Wen Banyama. <laughs> they're all they're, you know that it will it will switch, but they'll they'll flick the switch. Well, I mean, they've got. Not that not that you you'd uh, ever let yourself pass on Wemby if you had the option, but like mm. they've got you know a tall, mobile defensive mm. player once he, when he's healthy again, they could do a lot with Scoot, a heap yeah. with Scoot, and when you've got a passer like Josh Giddy kind of available to run the offense too, who's you know what, six eight, can make most passes, um, willing to shoot the ball like you know unlike another well-known, high-profile Australian player we know. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I have them... I mean, I have them at the same number. But, um, you know, like, they've got... They've got some pretty good pieces. They're just not all the way there. Like, um, yes, they've got lots of room for trades and things like that. They've one of the few teams with, like, genuine cap space coming up. I wonder how long um, you can let, like kind of have SGA in a deliberately losing culture before you break him. Like, before he doesn't... He's sort of broken to the point where he's not going to be a great part of a potentially winning mm. team, you know? Yeah, like, that's fair. You set up a losing culture, and that's kind of what he's known, right? Like the you know. Yeah, and I think the other point is we saw Detroit and Orlando last season mm. um, sort of eschew the let's try and lose as many games as possible. I mean, they weren't good teams. But they were competitive. They played hard, and in Detroit's particular example, they went eleven and fourteen in the last twenty-five games. Yeah, I think you just want to see some. If they're, they're frisky, sign of life. Yeah. Now, is it that long since it feels like it? Feel, you know, it's been a crazy couple of years, and it feels like a long time since the Chris Paul season in OKC. Yeah, there's it, only it was what three or four years. Two seasons ago. Two full no. seasons ago. Yeah. So Chris Paul's been in Phoenix for two years. This is his third season this season. So they were 48 wins and a four seed with a team that doesn't look a lot different to the one they've got now other than they... Minus Chris Paul. 
They had Paul. Well, they had each better. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but I do worry about, and the same worry about Gilbert Alexander. I'd also worry about Giddy being like, looking around like, no, I want to win. Yeah. And knowing that he'd be valuable and thinking, team comes knocking with a, with a draft hand. Mm. But at some stage, they've got to move their chips in the middle of the table. But they're, yeah, and if they, they get they, better, they their draft picks are worth less. I know, but the, the, yeah, I know, but the, also a lot of their draft picks belong to other teams. As so, you know, the conspiracy has based on the team's records, yeah. yeah. Yeah, true, true. But you think about it, right? Is this the year where they do tank for a lower pick again? Yeah. And then trade off a bunch of other different picks with a fit chet for next season? Like, are they lining it up so the big movie's next season? Who are the big free agents? Who were they targeting in trade in the trade period? Yeah, but if they have what they have Clippers picks, they have. A, no, no, just but, had the but the question picks, is, so which is the pl- which player are they targeting? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. when's KD a free agent? Yeah, is that his, come on, the next chapter is going back to resurrect. Okay, so that's a, a better narrative than everything else he's done. No, no, but if you're Brooklyn and you want to blow it up properly, Garrett KD, as in four firsts for Durant, done. They can be in consecutive years too because Oklahoma City doesn't have to trade their first pick every year. It could yeah, be true. other teams' years. Yeah. Suddenly, Brooklyn are like, we've got two bites of the cherry every year. So, I don't know. It seems yeah, like nice. a good a good opportunity, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. We've got the cash and everything. I just, I just, I feel like now, well, I mean, we've gone through Philadelphia, which was a really long process yeah. until they felt like we need to push in. Yeah. And then they then they went from one extreme to the other. So, well, it when, looked- they, when they traded for Harris and Butler. Yeah. Um, at some, you know, you, if you're Oklahoma, if you're an Oklahoma City fan, you see Detroit and Orlando in particular turn the corner, and, and Houston, who I haven't mentioned yet, in the mm. Western Conference, and you think, I, so, I reckon, yeah. if I was one of a fan of one of those teams, I'd actually like going to the games. Yeah. And I like watching Giddy, but if he's running around with Isaiah Joe and Lou Dort and Point Poker, yeah, Point. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's just it, like, it's, there's a point, and I'll use this analogy. Yeah. There comes a point where Probably. if the plane stays <laughs> in a holding pattern for too much longer, it's going to crash. Yeah, and they'll yeah. just be they'll just be back where they started. Yep, and they'll have wasted all those draft picks mm. and the opportunity to turn them into something meaningful. Fair. So that's Fair the point, point I'm making. That's why I'm worried. About. They're, they're, that's why I would have you know, Chet was playing. I'd have them ahead of Houston, and I don't. Okay. I also don't have Portland ahead of Houston. Who am I number 12? Houston? Portland. 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 What? You got Portland 12. I've got Houston at 14, by the way. Yeah. So, so do I. Yeah. yeah. i got San Antonio, then Utah, then Oklahoma City, then Portland. Jesus. Um, I've got them at 11, so I'm not going to. So do I. Yeah. Do we, do we, Portland. Do we know what the plan is? What? For Portland. Wait till Dame's contract expires and re-blow it up properly. What's he got left on his deal? I don't know. I, I just, like, I think they're in a holding pattern of their own. But there's no good picks. That they've got no, like, they need to get bad to get good. But they don't, but they no don't, one wants to go to Portland. They don't do anything to get bad. Lillard's got $195 million guaranteed. He has a contract till June 2027. All right, well, if you're a Portland <coughs> fan... Thanks. Next. 
strap in because it's going to be a rough ride from here. Well, it's just going to be. It's not going to be as rough as it has been in OKC or as it's been in Oakland. It's been Detroit, but, but it's, it's they're just in no man's land because of this Lily contract. Well, we talked we talked about it off air about how how bad the franchise was when Kobe got it the way Kobe wanted it. Yeah, when it was Kobe's town. Yeah. Well, it's now Dame time, and it's yeah. the same situation. We can't please Dame Lillard anymore because this is what he wanted. Yeah, but they, they don't have the Dame doesn't have the power of this blue, the purple and gold to try and. But he's know. the man. Now we're gonna they they got rid of his partner in crime in CJ McCollum. Yeah. Why? It looked like they were blowing it up. That was a blow it up trade. Yeah, and then they pause the button, pause the blow up, and Can't Dame be- Lillard sitting there going, "What have I got around me? Nothing." Well. I don't fully agree with that. I mean, okay, a couple things, right? One of them, Anthony Simons is better than a lot of people realise. Like, he shot... Low-key good. 40... Almost 45% on corner three. I like on, 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 on spot Is he CJ McCollum good? Threes. He's better at that. Um, and... Well, I know that's more important than NBA success than it once was, but it's still only a corner sure, three. Sure, sure. Well, not just, sorry, not just corner threes. Like, he's a really, really good catch-and-shoot shooter. He's mm. better off the catch than McCollum. Sure. Percentage-wise, um, and you know they've got. Look, he's not he's not a number one option on the team. Like his time in Detroit proved that. But they've, they picked up Jeremy Grant, and when he's healthy, they've got Gary Payton the second as well coming off the bench. They right? just beat Phoenix. Um, you know the time the Blazers, and they just beat Phoenix. So, like, <laughs> like I, I I have them. I mean, I think there's there's justification to have them high. The other thing is like, if we think about tanking and you know, that like, we think about motivation. Like I've got, I had the jazz higher than you. I, I feel differently about it now because, than when I did the list, because you made some very good points about the motivation. Like they want to be bad mm. from the top level. Mm. The Blazers never want to be bad. Um, and certainly Dame doesn't. And if he's healthy and he's recovered from his abdominal surgery, yeah. I think they're going to be middle of the pack again, basically. Cause they're going to try Try as hard as they can, and they're not good enough. I think I had this in the top level a few years ago. I did this yeah. to Indiana, and it's like they're going to be te- they're not going to be good, and they're unexciting, and I don't like them. And mm. I actually don't dislike Portland, and I think Dame is what you want in the attitude of a superstar in a small to mid market town. He's not going to he's not going to let them like to the degree that he has any say in it, and if he's yeah. fully recovered, that's a reasonable amount. Yeah, he's not going to let them be properly bad. Yeah. Um, and I think some of these signings, I mean, people have mentioned Shaden Sharp as a potential, like, uh, valuable um, player on that team as well. Like, <clears throat> I don't think they're going to be bad enough um, to really be in the, the very bottom. I think they're flirting with playing possibilities, um, which is why I had them. I had them at, like, just outside the plane, but I'm mm. convincible on that. Um, Fair. Yeah. I, I, just, I just don't think that they'd need more commitment to be bad as an organization and on the roster to be genuinely bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think genuinely bad is what you're talking about when you're talking about, you know, kind of 12 and below. Controversial question, Adam. Oh boy. Would Portland be better set for long-term success if instead of Dame Lillard, they had James Harden at his current cap number? What? So... Harden left money on the table for yeah, Simon yeah, Ball, yeah, so he's yeah. at like 33 for this season. Lillard's at 42. 
And they're better off with Harden instead of Harden's Lillard. Co- Harden and his contract and everything else Harden brings you, rather than Lillard and everything he brings you off the court and how he plays, yeah. but $195 million guaranteed. I mean, what we're getting to is the problem the NBA has, is that in a basketball sense, I'd much rather have Lillard. Yes. Because you want the guy who gives a flying Phil flying. And Harden hasn't always been that guy, and he's run himself out of two teams in the space of two years. Yeah. And Lillard's like, this is my team. I don't want to win elsewhere, because it would be diminished. Mm-hmm. But at that number, it just hamstrings them. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. So that when they're looking for that second piece, it's guys like Jeremy Grant. Yeah. Yeah. Who was... A really nice fourth option in Denver a couple of years ago, and that Loved was him in that Denver. was that's the level. Loved him in Denver. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, a bit confused by him in Detroit. Jalen and Jabari are the real deal in Houston. They've got their two pieces. They've got their Batman and Robin, and that's why I've got an eleven. Here's your one out of the box, gentlemen. Here's your surprise. Eleven. Yeah. I was on fourteen, so. Yeah, and I think Daniel had them at 14 until he realised the Jays were terrible. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, basically I would shift things around a bit, but I I, I, I wouldn't have them. Eric that. Gordon's still on this team. That makes no difference to where <laughs> I've got them placed. I know, but... No, they're... they're, they're... He's still Look, on the team. The young ones, no, no, it's just I'm not saying it's easy without their success. I'm just like, it's amazing. Yeah, he's still he on the team. The storm. But I, he's I their highest paid player. I do think that these young players in Houston are going to be exciting, but I still just, they need more reps. The reason that I put the likes of Detroit and Orlando below Washington in the East, same philosophy with Houston in the West. That's all. I think the young ones will become will get better throughout the season, and this year of experience will will serve them. But at the end of the day, experience in the league counts for a lot in my eyes. As well as the Popovich factor, which is also a big factor, who they're coached by and the system they're in. By the way, unlike the East, I like none of the bottom five for the playoffs. Yep. As far as I see the West, there's a clear eight and then there's a clear two. Ooh, I like it. And there's a clear five. And I could possibly be talked into Portland, but we've got a 12, but... No offense to the Houston fans out there, but is there much else to say about the Rockets? Houston fans? Well, other than the fact that they're paying John Wall more than their three highest paid players combined. So it just means they're just letting the young ones play and they're saving for whichever the best one of that lot is. That's what that's who they're going to pay. Mm. Right? That's where their salary is going to come from in the next couple of seasons. Anyway. I just saw that the Rockets have got uh, Bobby. So, um, who? Boba Marjanovic. So they're clearly going to be great. Bobard, he made an appearance in that. Yes, Bobard, yes. He was in that Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, which we've all seen. The name escapes the (laughs) This is good. It wasn't um, Uncut Gems. No, it wasn't (laughs) Uncut Gems. (laughs) Hustle. That's right, Hustle. Hustle. I really enjoyable movie. It was. was Better than Space Jam 2, that's for sure. That wasn't that. That was trash. Um, have you seen Hustle, Daniel? Not yet. Okay. You should watch Hustle. Put it You're in your do that watch. Yeah. Oh, it's in, it's in well, my After Dead Poet Society. Well, after? Maybe before. 
It's like we've got to get it through the 80s, 90s, <laughs> 2000s. Greatest hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. Literally got to get it through 50 years anyway, of movies. Those five teams, Houston, Paul, and OKC, Utah, and San Antonio, I, that, those teams aren't playing, making the playoffs. Yes. I could entertain a Portland play in argument. You can entertain a lot of things. And are you sitting down? <laughs> why, why are you asking if I'm sitting down? Because at number 10, I've got the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, you're wrong. <laughs> But I'll listen to your... your I've, I've heard it all before. Go for it. Go for it. I'm in bed. If it was, like, scientifically possible that Russell Westbrook could be talked into a role... Next question. This is a playoff team. But... One of two things happen in the next... In the coming month. Yeah. One of two things happen. Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. accepts that... He isn't the second dog on this team. Okay, so what's happening then? It's you not mean, that. It's not that. No. Right. Actually, after his second game, he said he played hot. He played hard. That's all. That's all you can ask. And then LeBron said he thought he played well. Anyway, we're not going to get the the media are the biggest enemy at the moment, as far as I think. Anyway, I think that it becomes a trade. I said this when the when we talked about Indiana. I actually think the Miles Turner, uh, Buddy Heald trade is still live. And up after Thanksgiving, which is when Genie Bus has come out and said there will be no trade through November till after Thanksgiving. We're not doing we're not looking at anything till after Thanksgiving. Before Christmas, that trade gets if you done. trade Westbrook too late, then it removes the option of the team trading for Westbrook to trade him again. They don't want to trade him again. Whoever gets him is gonna wave him. Okay. So, but- the the starting five the starting five that looks like if the Westbrook for Hill and Turner trade happens with all the goodies that the Lakers would have to throw in for Indiana to take that deal. Just remember that you know Westbrook is his his value is that low. Would be Beverly the one, LeBron of the two, sure, Hield, Davis, Miles Turner. If that doesn't get you home court, well, it would be Schroeder. Hope Schroeder at the one. But the LeBron you the... home court? Okay, let's no, 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 let's get serious, right? So that 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 team, that team would that team would win more games than Denver. Yes, would win more games than the Warriors. Possibly, Jar and the fifty-six win Memphis Grizzlies. I, I think Jar and the Memphis Grizzlies are going to do a lot better than most people realize this year. The sixty-four win Phoenix Suns. I have question marks over them, even though I've got them at number one. That 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 starting lineup I just mentioned is a better starting lineup than one that involves D'Angelo Russell and Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert. I've got Minnesota below Los Angeles as it stands because we've had D'Angelo the D'Angelo Russell experience. Okay, I just and Rudy Gobert is likely to give the team COVID, so whatever. <laughs> is this based on Anthony Davis being fitter than he ever yes. has been, or LeBron James being younger than he has been in the last ten years? Not the second. This is on Anthony Davis playing more than 70 games. You've said this yourself, and it's funny. You said it last year. The last two years. The Lakers will go as far as Anthony Davis will take them. That is on the presumptions that Anthony Davis is the same Anthony Davis when he plays, that he was when you guys won the championship. Pretty good in the first two games. Until he fell on his bum. He should. I mean, I can say bum on the podcast, can't I? Yes. Good. Can we all say it? <laughs> so you, you want to say it, mate? Yeah. Bum. 
This is this is gonna derail. I the Lakers get opening night anyway. There's something about the colours. Everyone loves purple and gold on opening night. Because they always get opening night. <laughs> I had the Suns play against someone who has gold in their uniform. <laughs> David says 14 rebounds in two games this season. Total. He also went down and bruised his coccyx. Which is the sort of thing that would normally be like, oh, that's not a huge problem, but it's the sort of thing Anthony Davis does and he's out for four weeks. That's my concern. I think it's... You should factor it into happening. There's a reason I like the the name Anthony Day to Davis. <laughs> it's going to be a thing. I don't think they're I think done with be, it. I think you'd be better... I think the Lakers would be better off if... We could be we could be guaranteed that LeBron would think the way you're thinking right now throughout the entire season. I think the big variable is LeBron's going to decide they're no good and gun for the all-time scoring title as soon as possible. He's already on the hunt for it. That's, those those are reasonably mutually exclusive. Yeah, you either win games or you can. I don't know why he signed the extension. He had a year left and he's just completely hamstrung. Money, money, money. What happens if the Vegas franchise gets greenlit and they're, they're playing in two years? He's got a There's year no left way on his, year left, like, on his left on his Laker deal. What's the bad? When it gets greenlit, it'll be the year after LeBron leaves the league because uh, LeBron wants to buy that chances franchise. Chances of that happening are 100%. Yeah, and he's buying... He, he's, he wants to own more the than people Jordan who own does. the Red Sox and Liverpool he wants to own club a, are buying. A, he wants to own Las a Vegas. higher percentage. He's part of that ownership group. He wants to own a higher percentage than Jordan does of Charlotte because that'll go into the goat debate. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's like bringing Obama's presidency and the fact that what's his name is Arnie, his his secretary of education who played for the Eastside Spectres. The fact that Obama was president bringing into the argument of who was the better basketballer in the Obama administration. That was the guy who played for the who played he professional ball in a higher percentage because LeBron's already failed in making getting an Oscar. He got Space Jam two, which is a train wreck. So he didn't get a. I don't think Michael Jordan was trying to win an Oscar. When As he opposed to train wreck, which was delightful. Lakers are not making the playoffs. Name your price. Lakers are, are going to make the playoffs. They're not that bad. There's a better chance to make the playoffs. The Portland. Sacramento Kings, who I've got at number nine. I've got eight number ten. So yeah, you're... Matthew Delavadova's back in an NBA team. Yeah, that's just, that's not going to end well. He's ready to throw towels around. That is not going to good end on well. him. Maribor's own Matthew Delavadova. Everything in that town's name. That Delhi, Delhi, Delhi. Half the town's Delavadova. It's like the Lappins in Chilton. I wonder what the Delhi's um, called. Um, what about Delhi and Maribor? <laughs> they should. So Sacramento's problem is lots of them. Sac- Delhi, Delhi. Sacramento's problem remains De'Aaron Fox. Hmm. De'Aaron Fox is excellent for the first forty-two minutes of any basketball game. Unless the other night, basically because Fox made a meal in the last five minutes. Yeah, fair. Fox, Davion Mitchell, Kevin Herter, Malik Monk. Harrison Barnes, Keegan Murray, DeMontis Sabonis, Richmond Holmes. They've got a proper roster. It's you know, Western not proper, proper, but... In a Western Conference, which is weaker than the Eastern Conference. I reckon they make the plane. I reckon it's great. I think they make the plane. I, I, can't, I can't foresee a situation where they, can't, where they finish below the 10. Yeah, neither do I. That's because so, I believe the teams outside of it are trash, but... We've stopped talking about the Lakers, Daniel. You can contribute again. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, I actually, 
Then they've had a couple of pickups too. Like I like, um, I mean, Keegan Murray is going to be, has already shown that like he was, uh, uh, people were confused a bit mm. by the pick when, you know, Ivy was on the table. Um, but uh, Keegan Murray has been great in kind of preseason. They, they've got Kevin Herter, who was, I don't know if it's, if it was right mm. to call him underrated by the end of the season. Cause he was pretty, he was pretty valued, but you know, like they got Malik Monk backing him up. Yeah. That's a nice guy coming, coming and, off the and, bench. And, you know, like, Fox is the fastest player in the league. I mean, he might have his limitations, but he does... He's not, it's not like he lacks talent. Yeah. Um, and if they can move the ball a bit, you know, like, they could be... I could see them being frisky. Like, I've... I mean, I've got them at 10 as well, you know? Like... Um, I have them at I, 9. I, yeah. Well, sorry, okay. I've got them at 10. I've got them at 10. But I see them as a... Um, the both got the Lakers ahead of them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I, I see them as a, um, you know, like a frisky, a frisky playing team, and I wouldn't be sure that they won't get out of the playing either. Yeah. Um, like, I'm, I want to see Keegan Murray in real games, um, mm-hmm. but, um, and I want to see how they kind of fit together. Yeah. But, um, you know, they could be a fast, exciting team to watch, I think. They've, they don't, they don't lack talent. They're a pretty uh, yeah. good team. And in, in, in a worse, in a worse league, like as in an earlier, an earlier version of the NBA, I think they'd be, I think, I think they'd be in, you know, I don't think we'd be arguing about whether they're 10. I think they'd be a clear playoff team in an, in an earlier version of the league. So. Mm. I think they might have been a playoff team like, as currently constituted last season. Mm. But, yep. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, yeah. I, no, I'd like him a any... whole lot more if it was Halliburton in that point guard spot and not Fox. Fair, fair. And they probably have 20 million in cap space. But, but what I'll say is if you do actually have a league pass um, subscription, they're, they're, they're worth a watch. They're actually worth a watch. So, we're now into the top eight. The actual playoff teams, because, you know, as I have to say in every podcast, Old Man Red plays an abomination. Um, <laughs> proper playoff teams. I'd like it on the record that I think... I, I am in no way married to any one of these teams in the spots I've got them. Any one of these eight teams could finish anywhere from one to eight. Any my, of them? Any of them, is my opinion. Is I just have no idea what's going to happen in the Western Conference. So All right. I'm just going to go through Western The Western Conference? Yeah. I got the Clippers eight. I don't. I don't. No. Um, I don't think they're going to get enough out of Kawhi. I think, I, think, I think in terms of the Kawhi era, the question we should all be asking is, did everyone enjoy it? Because it's over. Ooh, calling it early. He just doesn't play. It was over when he went to Toronto. Yeah, and then he won a championship after that. But like a period, he was what? What was he when he went to Toronto? Twenty-seven, twenty-eight. That was five years ago. The man hasn't played basketball. Yeah. In over a season and a half. Yeah, so he has a basketball-related problem. He doesn't play. Why should I? Why should I rely on him to be out there? You can't say it's over until you've seen it. I. I'm seeing the absence of him, the continued, persistent absence. He's played one game this season. He came off the bench, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So what? Twenty minutes, twenty-four minutes. So a they game? load manage him into the into the season after a knee injury, of all things. Play twenty-one minutes. I feel like the Clippers have got the most stacked roster. Yeah, the, they're the deepest team in the league. Really got the most stacked roster. Mm-hmm. So who who's who's their third best player? John Wall. Because they've got probably eight acceptable answers on to that question. I'll say John Wall. John Wall came back and he showed that he used to be a number one. Yeah. The fact that 
The fact they got him for nothing is extraordinarily... Well, it's not. It's not extraordinary at all. The... You well, know, you're going to play in LA. Jackson, Wall, George, Mann, Kennard, Leonard, Powell, Morris, Batu- the, the good Morris, the good Morris, Batum, Zubac, <laughs> Covington. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they have, the, they have the largest collection of fourth and fifth best guys on the championship team I've ever seen assembled. Also, sure. with the one guy that's fuck it. That, and sorry. they're one, two, and three. Are all huge injury risks, and I'm just injury not buying this. They've been bitten by these guys. Kawhi is a proven superstar. They're the Clippers. They'll clipper it up. That's fine, but Kawhi Leonard, two-time Finals MVP, like the man is built to win. When he gets there, he doesn't stop. He He's gets not built to play. That's the point I'm making. Is it's just. They, but you're you're going at him about load managing him. He's got he's got Paul George and he's got John Wall around him. He doesn't need to play the full season. He just needs to get to the playoffs. But you just take two other guys who need to be load managed as well. No, Paul George, not so much. Well, also, I mean, on this roster though, they can be to a significant degree. Like Norm, Norman Powell, let's not underrate him. He's he's a really good player, and um, you know, like. They've got other other players they can kind of move around. And I can't play. think rationally about Norman Powell because I played with virtual Norman Powell in my NBA 2K season. They traded with him and that guy was a black hole. Virtual Norman Powell. So <laughs> you couldn't get an assist. Point guard. You yeah, couldn't get like, an assist. I get the ball back. Don't shoot that Norman. <laughs> no. I'm going to run back on defense now. Oh, that was no. funny. It was a season <laughs> where I told the... The, the, I don't know what sort of rules they were in terms of salary cap. I told them the two guys, because we needed a power forward. We needed another forward. I was just like, the guys you want to sign, just for chitsy, were Anthony Davis and Brandon Ingram. And I turned up the next season, they're both on the team. And Devin Booker and DeAndre Aiden and me as the point guard. So we won 75 games. Oh, my God. Then they traded for Norman Powell. It sounds very Clippers. <laughs> I don't think Davis is fit right in the last the Clippers because he doesn't play enough. An injury, yeah, yeah, true. It's might be the crypto center. Is the is it like per stadium? Is it like the surface is hard and it just creates injuries? Yeah, it could be. Anyway, I just wanted the Clippers there so I could get through like half the podcast and now I don't have to talk about any team from Los Angeles anymore. Well, they're also. I mean, the other thing about it is like oh, nearly, <laughs> almost. Well, let's not let's not underestimate the value of the coaching too, right? Like we talk about. I talked about adjustments before, like. Another coach who's very, very, very good at making those sorts of kind of tactical adjustments, for example, because they need to manage the roster or, or change up the rotations a little bit, is Tyron Lue, who's their coach, right? Like, mm. the um, there's there's some really good preseason buzz coming out of the Clippers. I'm, I'm much more bullish on them than you, but yeah. I think you're the most bullish on them, but I'm pretty, yeah. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I actually think they're going to be good this year. Yeah. Have you got them above the Lakers? I do. That hurt. <laughs> Doing that. Attention to all the people at home. You should start. Stop. You should start. <laughs> you know, hoarding canned goods because the world's about to come. <laughs> and Boston, Adam's got Boston in number one in the East. Yeah. And the Clippers in second in the West. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Anyway, I got the Pelicans at seven. I've got them at six. I've got them at eight. Okay. So we're all in the same. Six, seven, so eight. So the question here is how much? Because if they get if they get a proper Zion season... I've put an asterisk above their name. If they get a proper Zion season, these guys could have home court in the first round. 
Yeah. Easily. McCullum, Jones, Ingram, Zion, Valachunas, who I, I you know, if you're on you're on the um, Julius Randall bandwagon, I'm on the Valachunas bandwagon. I think it was given away and there'd be tw- there'd be fifteen NBA teams who are looking to make a place he'd make a huge contribution to and would be a valuable asset as a starting center in the NBA. Agreed. Their bench is Alvarado, Devontae Graham, Trey Murphy, Jackson Hayes, Larry Nance Jr. All right. They're no... deep. They've got a move to make if they wanted to. I don't think they have to. And if they get like 23.60% shooting Zion Williamson working in a like a system. Get 25 and 12 Zion yeah. and where this is scary. Here's the, here's the cherry on the top of the cake, Daniel. They've got the Lakers pick next season. When the Lakers finish 28 and 54 and have the sixth worst record, the Pelicans will be like in a huge, super deep draft. I will just add pick seven. Hurts. That really hurts. Yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, I don't have a lot to add. Like, we all have them sort of in the same kind of zone. Oh, yeah, the Astros is because of Zion. Yeah, in and around the top. I mean, he looks, he looks, looks good. good. He looks good. Um, yeah. I wonder about the um, the fit and the style, but I mean, he's a look at his numbers. He's 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 Shaq. He's Shaq on offense. Yeah, I've and flip flopped on these guys a lot because this time last year I was annoyed at them, and somehow they turned it around. Well, yeah, heartbeat and almost without and Zion. almost got rid of you guys in the playoffs. Yeah. Well, what, so what I wonder about, what I wonder about is actually, I mean, sorry to kind of harp on this, but I wonder about the floor geometry with Zion on offense. He's such an unstoppable force, but he's, his offense is not that compatible with Ingram's. The ISO man. Yeah. And, um, you know, he's, he's mostly like, he's not a, he's a, you know, when he's, when he's on, he's a willing three point shooter and he's not a bad one, but still Zion's best, um, Best, most reliable kind of offensive zone is kind of mid post to in, right? Close. What do they need then? What do, what do New Orleans need to do to fix it? Well, I think just they're going to need to kind of. I think I think Ingram has languished in the past because basically he has, his numbers hasn't been called enough. He hasn't been involved or central enough. Point Zion has to be a novelty. Like maybe it's every once in a while. It can't be a focus. And they've got McCollum to help kind of space the floor a bit maybe they'll get Problems they don't really have a pr- true point guard yeah so yes. it's always by committee which will which will which will that, if they had someone who was a proper point guard they'd be able to they'd find it a lot easier to resist when are you guys giving up Chris Paul well maybe I mean, Russell Westbrook could do it but the thing is but the thing is they've got they do have lots of people so Paul for Ingram just let me think about that for a minute straight up McCollum's McCollum's um, playmaking ability was more on show after that tra- after the trade to the Pels mm. than it ever had been because he'd been playing, you know, In short, short two guard yeah. with Dame before that. So whether is he a true point guard? I mean, what does that even mean these days? But I mean, he can play make. Yeah. Ingram's a good playmaker. Zion's a good playmaker. I mean, they can do it by committee as long as it's not by accident. I think that's the key. They'll right? work it out. Yeah, they were well coached at the end of last season. They've got they've got three you know they've got three ball handlers on that starting. Five and their um, Herb Jones is a fantastic defender. Yeah, agreed. So, like they they they're going to be good. How good? I don't know. But it's going to really depend on how healthy Zion is, how well integrated he can be. Mm. But without him, they showed that they can be really, really, um, really feisty um, last season. 
Is that all for New Orleans? That's all for New Orleans. Have you got uh, six? Am I placing too much faith in Luka Doncic by having Dallas in? I don't know. Dan, where have you got Dallas? I've got them seven. That's interesting. I've yeah. got them eight. You've got them eight? Am I placing too much I think, faith in I think, I think the Mavericks have placed too much on Luka's shoulders. And I think this is the year that it all starts to overweigh him. Weigh him a bit down. I don't know if they've ever answered... And, you know, answered a fundamental question. Houston answered this question. They had an answer to this question. Might not have been the right answer, but they had an answer for it. And that was, what does the ideal player to play with James Harden look like? They had a very, very clear view of the type of player they wanted to put around James Harden. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know if Dallas have answered that question at any stage. I keep I think like, keep what is the exact to... type of player we need? They keep trying things, yeah. but they haven't got a firm idea in their head about the type of player they need to put around Doncic. Is that it's Ooh. not Porzingis? Put a line through him. It probably was Brunson, but they just decided that. It wasn't worth the cash. This is a team that decided that Steve Nash wasn't worth the cash. Yeah. So now they've got Dinwiddie, Bullock, Finney Smith, McGee. Their bench is Nicotina. Yeah, Nicotina. Who's been there for a while now since the Porzingis, the original Porzingis trade. As is Tim Hardaway, Jr. Josh Green, the Aussie, Max Cleaver and Christian Wood. Who was good for... So look, I think About they're going to. weeks in Houston. I think they're going to benefit from getting uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. back from injury. Um, I think Dinwiddie showed that when he's on, he's a really, really valuable kind of second ball handler playmaker for that team. He has thrived as not the best player on the team. His best Dinwiddie season was the one with D'Angelo Russell in Brooklyn before they went and got. I kind of like the idea of him everyone. as a sixth man, which is what he's kind of shaping up to be. Yep. He's like second in the depth chart at both. Both guard positions. Um, I don't know. I think the jury's in on heliocentric offenses, though. They don't win at a high, high, high level consistently. And they've become... They've kind of reverted to being even more heliocentric with the, you know, their kind of designated good second ball handler gone. I mean, even last season, um, you know, Luca's have kind of got a historically high usage rate. Yeah, um, and it's that's that's set to increase this season. Um, he hasn't had teammates he's trusted with the ball enough. He uh, Spencer Dinwiddie with his irrational confidence actually helped with that because he would just do it, and they seemed to have yeah, really good chemistry. Great. But he's streaky, um, and so you know, look, Doncic is good enough that you can't write them out of any game or any series, but all of them. I, um, That's a I, lot of weight on one man's shoulders. I think, yeah, I think they're a high playing team, basically, yeah. which is kind of where I like, find it hard to roundabout we've got deny them because of what happened in last year's playoffs. Yeah, mm. yeah. and that Brunson was really important too, and he's gone now. Yeah, yeah, nothing. Yeah, but yeah. Um, no, it's true. I still think that in terms of actually getting to the promised land, the issue is still what is the what, Luke and needs a co-pilot. What are the what you know if there is a Pippin to Doncic's Jordan. I just didn't want to use Batman and Robin again because I've used it like 10 times. If there's a Kobe to Luca's Shaq. 
Daniel Doncic just needs someone who can play. <laughs> <laughs> I put Kobe in the second fiddle there. Yeah. Um, did you? Yeah, did yeah. I just assumed. Yeah. Anyway. Otherwise, I would have had Dallas. I, mean, I probably would have had Dallas higher if they kept Brunson. But the other problem with losing Brunson for free is they don't have that asset to move. Correct. They do have... Dinwiddie and Hardaway are on forty million combined. There's a move in them. If they there's a move, and Bertans is on sixteen, Woods on fourteen. They got a lot of those ten. Million I think Dinwiddie's their second best player, so they probably don't want to get rid of that. Yeah, they need Dinwiddie. They, they can move that up though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Upgrade it for Russell Westbrook, maybe. Yeah, they're trying to get rid of him. You admit it. The first step is... He's got to go. He's the first go. step is yeah, you have a problem. Number I like, five... I like Westbrook. Anyway. Number five, I've got the Phoenix Suns. Nah. Your boys are going to finish first. And then choke. <sighs> okay, number four, <laughs> I've got... I'm not... Yeah, we have to talk about your team now, Andrew. Yeah, so... I've got the Suns at four. Yeah. I've got them at five. Um, there is nothing... That has happened this off season, that that in terms of events or developments or this guy to this guy on the roster that should give anyone any sort of anyone encouragement that this is going to improve. Why? Well, the team's getting sold. DeAndre Ayton only just started talking to the coach. He's there because there are, and I know this this is something that occasionally needs to be said publicly. Um, you know, every now and then you need to actually say the facts completely. But DeAndre Ayton's like, I'm here because there are actually worse things than signing 130. But that's the only reason why I'm here. That's right. He signed a contract with someone else and we matched. So now he's back until sometime. And it's completely of our own doing. Because we're going to pay him this money anyway. So, and now we're going to do exactly the same thing with Cam Johnson. Um... Chris Paul might be washed. He's 37 and we owe him... A lot. Well, the contracts for the last two years of his deal aren't fully guaranteed, but... Crowder wants out. Crowder wants out, but Crowder is out. Crowder is out. Yeah, so he's, he's not He's not coming back to the club team. Yeah, yet. so there's a $10 million piece that hope maybe you can move for someone. Westbrook? Nothing. Not happening. It would have to be Westbrook and... Booker? Ayton. Hmm. I'll take them. For, um, I don't want anything on the Lakers. You can have Westbrook and wait for LeBron. Davis. And he's untradeable. Have, no, I don't want have, Anthony Davis. You can, you can have Westbrook and do you, you want more than, do you want him more than you want uh, unhappy Aiton and unhappy Crowder? Yeah, but I can, unhappy Aiton, I can do something with later. But you got cap room next year. I can get better than Anthony Davis. Get room next, a bucket load of cap room next year. Um, no. Anyway. Um, and the joy of being the team. The reason why we're not paying Cameron Johnson, Cameron Johnson is because, as of right now, DeAndre Ayton is still on the team. That's the only reason. Some brainiac in that front office has thought to himself, well, this worked. We still have Aiden. It's just like, for how long? Playing how well? They've ruined this. Did, when did we predict that this was going to happen? Because we did say that they were going to screw yeah. it up. Yeah. But this is my team, and I'm just, it's not. I'm not going to be happy about it. You're supposed to learn from mistakes. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. Yeah. So I don't need the team solved, sold, because that's going to happen. I just need the team to start acting like a team that's not owned by Sala. Yeah. Because yeah. he might be not 
in the building anymore, but the Cameron Johnson thing shows that you know, he is, it's yeah. still his organisation. It's lingering. Yeah. I like the fact we signed Jock Landale. <laughs> that could be positive. We could use Some another positive. couple of guys on the bench, but that was absolutely... So you have Phoenix in five. Yeah, that was not an attempt at a reverse jinx. <laughs> Daniel, I have your Minnesota Timberwolves at four. I don't know about them, but yes. Appreciate the vote. Where are your T-Wolves? I put a lot of thought. Sixth. I put a lot I, of thought into this. I got them at nine. I thought about that trade. I thought about it. I thought, no, I'm not going to do the instant reacts. I'm going to think about this. And I've come to a conclusion. I love the Gobert trade for the team. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they got their alpha. This is Anthony Edwards' team. And he's going to drag them kicking and screaming. Edwards has got an NBA title in his future. The question is, where is it? Mm. Don't say LA. I'd like to see him on the Lakers. That's great. <laughs> Can we trade him from Russell Westbrook? Who rinse, lather, repeat? No, nah, we can't trade him from Westbrook. Because of the, anyway. Russell was an improved defender last season. Westbrook? Is it Russell. D'Angelo <laughs> Russell. Former Los Angeles Laker. Former number two draft pick of the Los Angeles Lakers, D'Angelo Russell. Do you want me to keep going? Did they give him away from? Did he just walk? Uh, Seriously, how did he leave the Lakers? Did he, it, was it was part of the... Nick uh, Young thing, too. Yeah, and Nick Young. He wants to fight Nick Young. Yeah. But well, he, actually, Nick Young wants to... What did you trade him for? Um, was he part of the Anthony Davis? Or was it before then? No. no before then. It was before then. And he didn't go to... Well, he went. He came via Golden State. Like he went for yeah, but then by but do we just not trade to the Brooklyn Nets in twenty seventeen? Yeah. Um, then he went to Golden State. Traded along with Timothy Mozgov, right? The KD in exchange for Brook Lopez and the rights to Kyle Kuzma. Oh right, right, right. Ah, and so we got Kuz. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Where, where does he play? Who'd you get for Kuz? Russell Westbrook. Back to Minnesota. I liked Kuzma, by the way. You know, Jaden McDaniels, who everyone in Minnesota likes. And then you've got Rudy Gobert and Towns as the Twin Towers, who are absolutely complimentary. Yeah, because Towns loves living on the three-point line. Yeah. And Gobert loves spotting everything out to the three-point line. Yeah. Well, there's that. NBA veteran Austin Rivers on the bench. Kyle Anderson... Torian Prince. There's a lot to like, like about the team. I like that start. I really, really like that starting lineup. I really like Gober and Tanzik. Yeah, I think it gives us a kind of um, a An backbone age. we didn't have before. Yeah. Um, this is why Lakers kept signing centers for Davis. The other, the other thing is you never that, got your hands on anyone as good as Gobert. Yeah, no. Yeah, I mean the the other thing is that I think till we get Turner, I think this is going to be a much better fit. Um, in terms of offensive system for Gobert, plus he won't be the only one playing defense. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I think to be... Whether or not we gave up too much, we gave up a lot. But we are definitely better. The T-Wolves are definitely better now. Um, And, you know, D'Angelo Russell might actually find more reliable offense in pick and roll, which he's not bad at, uh, because Rudy Gobert loves setting screens, uh, and he'll roll, like... He wants the he wants the wants the yeah. ball on offense more. Um, he couldn't he couldn't earn it when he was in Utah because the person who needed to pass it to him hated his guts. So um, I think I like us. I like us a lot. I just in the league being as strong as it is, and 
maybe there's a little bit of a reverse jinxy sort of thing in there. I didn't put them higher, but I have them out of the play in this time, which ben, is still ben doesn't believe in reverse jinxes because his team's won a championship. So <laughs> like... I put the reverse jinx on the Lakers. I put them in seventh. <laughs> um, By the way, Russell <laughs> is thirty-one million dollars expiring. Mm. Ooh, that makes him. If it doesn't, you know, if, if it doesn't all come together in the first few weeks of the season, it makes Wrong it Russell. interesting. I just hope. I just hope. Uh, I just hope our new owners don't get fleeced for I don't know Kyrie or something. <laughs> Kyrie would be. The... What about he's playing? We were talking Lakers about team. this guy for the Minnesota Timberwolves last season when you had by your own admission no hope. Mm-hmm. What about Ben Simmons when he fails in Brooklyn or trade? No. Russell for Simmons. Russell goes back to Brooklyn. Simmons in Minnesota with a lineup that is Anthony Edwards. It has Anthony Edwards and Gobert. So you've got... Surely Towns doesn't have to worry about his defensive faultings on a, on a, start, on a lineup that has Ben Simmons and Rudy Gobert out there. That 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 I That's two lines of defense that could just, at their best, terrorize yeah. teams. Mm. I don't hate that. I don't hate that. And Anthony Edwards has, gra- has grabbed the conch offensively. That is Anthony Edwards' team. If it's not Anthony Edwards' team offensively, it's Cat's team. So, fair, fair. Yeah, like it. Yeah, I off just, Broadway. I, I do kind of like away that. from Durant, Minnesota, small market. Someone who someone who passes and plays defense. And Daniel's like phone it in to let the yeah. head up, phone it into like, do it, Silver, make it happen. Yeah. Okay, I'm getting the trade machine fighter. <laughs> this is this is live television, everyone. What pick are we without, at? We're without at the vision. Yeah. Without the vision. Are we at fourth? Yeah, I the team was fourth. Yeah. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, <laughs> so how about that local sporting team? Brooklyn, so Russell trade, Westbrook wait. for D'Angelo Russell. Russell or no. Ben Simmons. No, I don't want to look at this. <laughs> Who else can I throw at Russell? It seems like Try this trade. This trade is successful. Straight up. You don't have to add any other contracts. Yeah. It's in Russell's out 31.3. Simmons is 35.4. Make it happen. To make it happen. Call it Russell in. for Russell Westbrook. So if you did that trade happen, would you would you be like, what odds do you think you can win the NBA, the Western Conference if you made that trade? Oh, that's top of the West. <laughs> make a Western Conference Finals. I think you're as good as any other, any yeah, other team I, chance. I think I think yeah, to make it, yeah. Okay. Um Yeah, that'd be I'd be I'd be pretty happy about that. Number three, I've got the Memphis Grizzlies. I'm we agree. Them. I've got yeah. them a bit lower. Judge I wanted. I, wa- I wanted to put them actually into th- into two, but there's a chance that if the progression keeps happening, that they win the West this year. We did. We did pick up slow mo from them, you know. Jar Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson, and Stephen Adams with a bench that includes Tyus Jones, who has been mentioned as the best backup point guard in the league. Danny Gray. <laughs> Someone in the industry, oh. Danny Green, Bill Simmons, among others. Yeah, they don't, they don't necessarily look as deep as they did last season, mm. but um, they look very, very formidable. Jar's my sneaky MVP bet. He's not sneaky for me. He's my MVP. He's like a 26, 25, 26 to one on that betting agency that we don't talk about. The on the on generic betting agency, yeah. Please gamble responsibly. Yeah. So. And if you want to gamble, if you want to gamble really responsibly, listen to Adam's other podcast. Um, <laughs> it's had by buying basketball cards. That's a major diss. Um, 
I still haven't got an evaluation for my Walt Williams Magic Johnson face-to-face 92 NBA hoops. <laughs> Did you legit want that? <laughs> I don't legitimately want anything. <laughs> Other than a Phoenix Suns title. But I'll take a St. Kilda Premiership first. He's alive inside. Honest. Yeah. I, re- I mean, I'm, the question here is whether that it's it's a progression thing, whether it continues or whether it's whether it's a figure-it-out season. But... Yeah. So I, 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 I mean I like I like the Grizz. Um, I um, I think they're great. Yeah, I think I think they're I think they're really good. I think that the I do think they were one of the beneficiaries of a bit of chaos and, and kind of widespread um, critical injury last season as well. And there were some very close calls there. I don't know that I I don't know that I I think they could beat us in a playoff series again, given the changes. Um, and so, you know, like I've got them around there too, but I've, I've got them, I've got them fifth. They won 56 games. They won three more games than the Miami Heat. Yeah. So who, won, who were the best, had the best record in the mm. so, Yeah. I've got, I've got them fifth. Yeah. Okay. Do you know Jared Jackson's on a front-ended contract? Really? Yeah. He's 23. He's owed 28 this year and then 27, 25 and 23. It's because of his injury history. Yeah. Yeah. That's up. They do have a few expirings. They could turn Adams and Brooks and Danny Green into something. The salaries there add up to like 39. Mm-hmm. So. Seems all right. They could make a move. Not anything as fundamentally awesome as Ben Simmons for D'Angelo Russell, but we've been at this a while. <laughs> um, I've got the Warriors too. Are the Warriors at five? I've got them at three. Um, but they're the reigning champs. You've got to give we're them just, some. We're just. Here's the reasons why I haven't got them one. <laughs> Motivation to rack up regular season wins. It's really hard to go back to back, and it is. and their seeding doesn't matter. Fair. What's the record that they've, they've won a game on the road in every playoff series for like seven years? That they played. Yeah. So, it, home court doesn't matter to these guys. They just win. They're, they're, they're pretty good. We're going to... Now, Daniels, last year was a season of great hope and development for the Minnesota Timberwolves. And they traded for Rudy Gobert, pushed their chips in the middle of the table to try and win an NBA championship. So, to try and have bring Daniel back to earth with the bluesy note. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Wiggins, Wiggins, the floor is yeah. yours. <sighs> Was the I, second most important guy on the championship team? I um, I got to admit, I really, really like, I really, really like Golden State Andrew Wiggins. Who became the absolute opposite of the guy in Minnesota? He became the ultimate fill in the blanks guy. I, I kind of liked the trade for him initially because I thought he was, you know, permanent unfulfilled potential, and now I wish. I wish we had him. I wish we had this version of him. But um, it hurts, it hurts. But on the other hand, it's also kind of reverting back to, like, seeding. You know, he got drafted really high well, and... Jungle rate is 8-1 to one to win the MVP. Right. That was after the 49-game point he dropped. 49-point drop game. It's a movement. Sorry, Daniel. But, yeah, you know, look, I, I also think this team is great. They've got a couple of returning players or returning to form players, so... You know, I figure in line with having just won the title and in some important ways being better, 
we probably should talk a bit about the elephant in the room, though. What? Is in Draymond Green punching Jordan Poole and... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that one. Yeah. The chemistry issue. Yeah. I mean, look, I think if it weren't for that, I might have had them as my one seed, actually. Um, but I think it's going to take a little while to kind of work that out. It's whether or not this is something that does happen. Um, this is... This between- is- this is the part of the Last Dance documentary where Rodman goes to Las Vegas. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the comparison. But like, like, this is a team that's been successful with Draymond before. He's won four titles in Golden State and they know what they're getting and it's all factored in. And I think the bigger problem here is, mm-hmm. and Paul has signed his extension, but the biggest problem would have been if Poole had decided, you know, to hell with these guys. I can't. If they're not gonna, yeah. If they're not gonna have a problem with Draymond doing that to me, this is not somewhere I want to be. It's fair. From and Paul, a, and according, a, to, according to basketball reference, Poole hasn't signed his extension, but that might be might not have kicked in. But oh no, he's they've agreed to an extension. Yeah, so they have agreed. Yeah, yeah. hundred and forty million. Hundred and forty. So, yeah. Problem's not gonna be Draymond because he's not that. You know, he's, well, he's got a player. He's got a. Uh, Player option for next season. Which if we think about, if we think about, we should absolutely exercise. Yeah, like if we, yeah, think, if think, if we think about the other things on the team, else. though, you've got Clay another season, kind of back from injury, back yep. from injury, um, stronger, motivated. You've got Poole, who apparently has added, um, has really, really improved his playmaking, which means that some of those situations where he was vulnerable before, where he gets stuck with the ball, stuck, you know, one on one, he's a good ball handler, all that sort of stuff, but he's not the passer that some of the other guys on the team were and he's really improved that so he's actually going to be there were times when they couldn't have him out on the floor not just because he's not a great defender and he's small but because he'd get a bit stuck when he had the ball yeah. if he doubled if he doubled him that's less of a risk against him now sorry less of a risk for him mm. um you've got uh wiseman coming back who's not going to be overused but he's apparently come back strong and is still as enormous as he ever was and 21 years old and he's still tw- only 21 and 21 years old that's um, freaky. The age Jordan was when he came into the league. Yeah, you got kind of Wiggins starting the season in that in that role, and the balance means they can start Green and Looney both, right? Like that is a formidable lineup. They've also got you know Dante Divincenzo, it's like a good kind of really good kind of bench player. Kaminga's another season in the league. Like they're they're a strong roster. I Great. considered whether or not I was going to put them as my you know one regular season record seed, and I ended up going. Two uh, with three rather, um, but I um, yeah, I just think they're really really good. I wonder about the chemistry thing, given how important chemistry has been to mm. their success. Yeah, but and Steph's how still there. It's Steph's the and the, how, the the straw that stirs the drink. Sure, but game wise, Draymond's game is kind of the glue that holds their offense together in a lot of ways. And times when they haven't had him, they've taken a while to adjust, and they haven't seemed as invulnerable. As they have when he's when he's yeah. in the lineup and, and playing well. This, is this the last dance? Yeah. Is this the last dance for this team? Do you mean they won there? As in the the the, the, the well. Is this the last Iguodala's, time we see this? Iguodala's dinners, gone this... and come back. So let's talk about the three because Iguodala also made a name for himself as an NBA sure. player for a different the, team before Iguodala, he got there for the ride. So yeah, yeah they've all won four titles, but. In terms of the big three, Curry, Thompson, and Green, is this the yeah. last dance? This is the last time they're all together, and that's it. Yeah. I could totally see that. Yeah. I, I, I don't 
thing. I think the it's a changing of the guard, and they are grooming the next lot of pigs to to sort of step up. Like I don't think Draymond's going to be that glue guy anymore. Um, I think Jordan Poole signing the extension was the signal for that. Yeah. I think I, I think we're not looking at the the end of the dominance of the Warriors, but we're looking at the end of this dynasty. You know what I mean? Like this assemble the Splash Brothers and Draymond. That big three is no longer that big three. They're going to blow it up entirely. The Warriors were blown up entirely. And, and I don't know. I actually don't know if he exercises that option. But yeah, and I mean, how it'd be silly not to? Because and how, he's not going to get that money elsewhere. And how crazy is this? You know, given how important he's become to them and everything. Andrew Wiggins, as we sit here, is twenty-seven. Like he's not even old. Yeah, there, yeah. Like, and he only ex- he didn't extend for as much as Paul. Mm-hmm. He got extended, but not to the same level as Jordan Paul. Yeah, yeah. For less money. Yeah. He was that superstar caliber. Like you asked for less money, you got offered less money. He's just like, I'm gonna stay here. He's like, I want to, yeah. I want to be, yeah, I yeah. want to be part of this. Yeah. Um. But I also, yeah, I don't know. Long term, so Jordan pulls a warrior. Anyway. That's 29 teams down, and as we were at this stage last year, yeah, I've, I've fallen for them again. I've got the Denver Nuggets as number one seed. Me too. In the Western. Oh, sorry, no, I've got them too. Sorry. Yeah. I've got um, them at four because four. I don't know. If last year they were injury riddled and they they hobbled their way through, but I, I don't know. I just don't think they're a regular season smash it up team. They signed DeAndre Jordan. I was going to say, but they signed DeAndre Jordan, man. <laughs> Murray, they got us to the playoff game last year. <laughs> KCP, the forgotten playoff guy. Yeah, from the last ten years because he was trash at every other point. No, but <laughs> think about think about the reputation someone like Danny Green has for like fourteen and nineteen. Yeah. Two different teams, you know, yeah. being at, but, but Pope did exactly that in 2020. Yeah, yeah okay. and there's just like, what have you done for me lately, Eddie? But it's just getting he gets no love for that. They got Bruce Brown backing him up, Porter Jr.'s back. They got Aaron Gordon, Jeff Green backing him up, and they got Jokic and they DeAndre Jordan. Um, they they're deeper than they have ever been. For healthier a long time. than they've ever been. They're healthier than they were last season, and they got 49 something wins last season. Yeah. They were clearly a playoff team, but they weren't built to compete once they got into the playoffs. Well, there's only so much that Jokic could do by himself. Yeah. And yeah. It was, wasn't was it like Jokic and the cleaning staff by the end of the season? Pretty much. Yeah. And Jokic is a... Oh, you big, got a couple of games with him, didn't you? Well, I was offered a contract, yeah. but I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't make like, it. Yeah, it's like, I'm faithful to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, I would have taken the contract, but anyway. Well, the Lakers did call me up as yeah, well. Yeah, except they only offered you a two-way, so... Yeah. 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 You know. <laughs> Um, and Jokic is the transcendent offensive talent of our generation in terms of everything he brings. They he's talk about like, unicorns. This man is the yeah, unicorn. He's like this. If you could play basketball with anyone in the world, if you could play offensive basketball with anyone in the world, he's like, what would be the most fun? And he's like, Jokic, because there's nowhere on the floor where you'd be like, I'm not going to get the ball. He's phenomenal. That amazing vision. And of course, you know, Murray coming back. I mean, not for the very start of the season, but soon. He will be back. I think Murray's actually become underrated because he got overrated. Yeah. But the fact is that this guy has playoff reps. As in, you can be Sadiq Bey or Todd Day or any of the other... I was waiting for another A. (laughs) Any other nobodies who dropped 50 in a regular season game. But Murray has a 50 in a playoff game. 
Yes. It is yeah. a 50 in a game with real stakes, yeah. not on a Monday night in Landover, Maryland against the Washington Bullets. Did you hear that, James Harden? Yeah. So <laughs> there's a guy I'm happy to have in my corner in a playoff game. For sure. And if you've, yeah, and if you've got a lineup where you can have, you know, Aaron Gordon is your fourth or fifth option. Yeah, let's see, offensively, he's your fifth yeah. option because yeah. I think, because mm, the KCP stuff that yeah. KCP gives you. Um, but also, defensively, I like, I've managed to get through both podcasts without mentioning the Podfather, but I like what Bill Simmons said. If someone's offering you Michael Porter Jr., you wouldn't take him. You're like, what's wrong with him? Yeah, yeah. Why are you offering? Why are yeah. you doing I came in this spot last year and said Michael Porter Jr. was this, I think I said something like he was the single most important player in the league this season because if he's, he didn't play. So, and the, the Denver were no good. So, I, you know, I wasn't proved entirely wrong, but. They missed him. They missed him. Yeah, he, if he's back and he's productive, I feel like it's a Denver season. And I hope it is. I actually hope it is because... I want to watch them in the playoffs play well. As much as, as much as we've seen Giannis ascend, yeah. we haven't seen that from Jokic, and I think we he, see, he deserves it. I'm getting to NBA Finals previews. If we do see my prediction, which is a Milwaukee-Denver NBA Finals, that's so much fun because it's just... It's it's so much different basketball in the one game. Yeah, yeah, fair, fair. Mm-hmm. I agree. So agree. much, so much contrasting styles, and we, you know, we were talking before off air about that Lakers Celtics series in two thousand ten was the last rugby scrum NBA finals, and then the NBA changed sort of straight away after that. Mm. Um, but we grew up watching a lot of two teams playing in playoff series in the NBA finals who were playing very similar styles. So much so that we were glad that when a team ran the pick and roll, it was just like, well, this is revolutionary. <laughs> the Utah Jazz were in the NBA Finals two times around, like, ooh, they executed offense with more than one person. This is fantastic. So, seeing what Jokic could do in an NBA Finals and the sort of different looks and, you know, is Giannis going to defend if Jokic I, and all that sort of stuff. If only Jokic could pass the ball to Jokic. <laughs> you could pass him to Jokic if they traded for him. That'd be interesting. Be confusing, very. Anyway, so I'm got. And also, I like Jar as a sneaky MVP, but I was sneaky before he dropped 49. As we were recording this podcast, but you've got a past. You've got a past but, MVP, but, but I think it's I think it's Milwaukee, Denver in the finals, and I think it's Giannis winning his third MVP. Okay, okay. What do you got? Who you got? Finals and MVP. Finals and MVP. Uh, I've actually got Phoenix, Boston as my one and one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's that's who's going to the finals. Um, I actually think Jar's gonna win MVP. Uh, if it's if it's not Jar, look, I, I still think this could be a, a repeat MVP. If it's a new MVP winner, it's Jar Morant. If it's a repeat, it's either Jokic or Giannis. Jokic threes are only Russell and Bird. But three but like looking at Jokic, the the numbers that Jokic puts up. Um, like it's his third. Like he, he's gonna be up there again. It's 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 undoubted. Um, yeah. Look, I think it'll be unfortunately if it's not Phoenix and Boston, I've got Milwaukee and out the Clippers as my next best. So that that hurts a lot. Clippers in the NBA Finals from Adam, um, all people. <laughs> oh, are you ready for it? Yeah. And if there's a different person that's not Giannis or Jokic in the East, yeah. my Smokey in the East for MVP is Tatum. Mm, the Celtic. 
So we're going to say Paul George. Wow. So, so I'm going to go, while Dan gives his, I'm going to go and throw up. <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, MVP. So I, I going through, thinking about this, I kept reminding myself it's a regular season award. Yeah. And, uh, and you, you know, don't I get had, a vote either. Sorry? You don't get a I vote. I don't get a vote. But you can gamble on it, though. And the... Now um, that we've introduced you to gamble. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and the, um, you know, look, I've got the 76ers uh, with the best regular season record, although I don't have them coming out of the East. Yep. Um, I think that I don't, I don't think we're likely to get a repeat winner. Um, we're going to have some really good candidates. I think Giannis is going to deserve it. I think he's going to be MVP Kalua. I think Jokic is too. Um, I think, uh, Morant is going to have a great season and might very well be in the, in the running. I think that there are going to be those narrative voters who really, they remember that Embiid has finished twice, twice in a row hasn't won one. He is the face of the, the, the process, um, I think, because I think they're going to finish the best record in the East. I think he's going to be the one who gets over the line, uh, you know, again, kind of given health. I think he's going to be a first-time winner this time. Um, in terms of the finals, um, I don't think they're going to be in the finals, no. Um, I, I'm picking uh, Bucks over Warriors in the finals. Ooh. Bucks over Warriors. Who have you got in Suns Celtics? I've got the Suns. Okay. I got Bucks Nuggets and the Bucks winning. Yeah. So two of us have got Milwaukee winning the championship. So and you've got. Did you just say what I thought you said? Phoenix Suns. <sighs> so you mate. <laughs> just, just, it's got a bit dusty in here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's crying because I've just mossed his team. <laughs> the NBA is back. It's fantastic. We'll try and get back before Christmas and have another chat about. Where Russell from. Westbrook ended up after Things the Thanksgiving for the trade. First month or so of the season. Until then, it's been a great pleasure in person for the first and second time because we did two podcasts. Yes, special edition, special edition preview podcast. So hopefully you all enjoyed it. Daniel Shea, Adam, thank you, thank you. From and don't forget, oh, don't forget Sunday yes. night. Sunday nights, we go live on Facebook as well. Now um, the you can't comp this podcast coming up to fifty episodes, going strong. So, time to raise the bat. Very good. Um, I'm Andrew Lewis, and we hope you enjoyed it. We will catch you next time on the podcast. It should go without saying.